0: This week's episode is brought to you by Big Business Incorporated's Corporate Buzzwords. How often have you been in a meeting where a lot of words are being spoken, but nothing's really being said? Do you find yourself longing to add to that empty conversation where everyone's pretending to know what they're talking about? Are you tired of that douchebag Derek looking like a goddamn golden child? When you sign up for basic membership at CorporateBuzzwords.com, Big Business Incorporated will send you a monthly newsletter filled with everything you need to say nothing at your next big meeting. You'll learn all the grossest words like empowerment, takeaway, transparency, stakeholders, and the holy grail, synergy. If you upgrade to a gold membership, you can really make an impression with the hottest corporate phrases such as, let's take this offline, That's value added. Let's go for the low-hanging fruit. That's just the 30,000-foot view. And how about we get our ducks in a row first? Make your way over to CorporateBuzzwords.com and enter the offer code MINDGAP at checkout to receive 10% off your first month of membership. Don't let that douchebag Derek hog the spotlight. Show them you're a go-getter with Big Business Incorporated's Corporate Buzzwords. This week's podcast is brought to you by Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash and 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois. Look, I know you're looking for that perfect English pub experience, so you can grab some incredible drinks and some tasty food. Elephant and Castle has you covered. They have excellent daily drink specials, happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., and some delicious food for you to chew on while you watch some sports. Come on down to Elephant and Castle at 185 North Wabash or 111 West Adams in Chicago, Illinois and tell them Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Happy Thursday, nerds! Doug took a tone with me, so I put him in the ER, which is why you're hearing my voice this week. Don't worry, he'll be back soon enough. This week, I tell Doug about how wheeling around a piece of luggage all day caused strangers to want to chat with me for no reason whatsoever. We talk about meeting celebrities and how we'd rather have conversations with someone famous than to take a selfie with them. We share a few songs and albums that are tied to very specific memories for us, which leads Doug to share some memories of his good friend Jeff, who was in the CIA. And we wrap things up with a discussion about how easy it is to get swept up in the excess of the holidays and how we're both trying to be mindful about that. This week really lives up to the show's name, so strap in, get ready to cover a lot of ground in episode 224 of Mind Gap Podcast.
1: Mind Gap Podcast.
0: case over there Mm -hmm. so carrying all this shit around my back hurts so um i'm sorry what my back hurts my back hurts there it is oh my back hurts thank you my back hurts there we go uh anyone watching twitch uh you're welcome welcome for that anyone listening you're very confused yes go watch twitch yeah um or listen to past episodes that's right which Uh, one you figure it out you figure it out lazy fuck ask jared or Haig, they'll probably tell you um so I got this suitcase with me. I put all this this morning. I'm like, instead of just carrying all this, because I was working on editing uh, the, the Life and Debt, uh, the new short film we did. So I, I have my laptop with me. I have our Tuesdays Binder with me with all my notes in it. I've got the podcast stuff. And I'm like, it's just too much. And I'm walking to work today. And I'm like, and walking here. I'm like Fuck that. I'm not carrying it. So I, I was looking, rummaging around. I'm like, there's got to be an easier way. Luggage. So I throw it in there and I wheeled my happy ass up to work today. So, uh what I did not take into consideration is that when you're walking downtown like in the business district with a suitcase and the backpack I have like slips over the handle, looks really professional and uh, all business people, I'm using air quotes for those listening, all business people seem to be very interested where you're going. Huh. And I had I got so many questions today. Ah, getting out of town? Oh, where's uh where's where's from business s- from strangers? From strangers. Where's business taking you today? I'm like nowhere it's like this is i started the day off being very honest this is i said i've got podcast equipment in here and they oh oh all right and they didn't know what to do with it and i was like well this is fun so so i started and and then in my head i'm like why don't i just lie to them and just go i'm going to boston for business or something or Ah, uh, no, uh, now Pa. I just came to Chicago for uh, fucking uh, this. I was like, let me, I should have fun with this. This yeah, is, right? I have strangers on the street asking me where I'm going or where I'm coming from. Let's fucking have fun with this. Didn't do it. I didn't have the balls to do it. It's so weird. Didn't have the balls to Why do it. Why would, the worst one that will make you cringe? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so I was in the elevator coming out of work today, and I get in and I, I grabbed a cup of coffee. Very much looked like I was on my way somewhere, because I had a, a to go cup of coffee in my hand. Mm. and my scarf on and the suitcase and I kind of just rested my head back on the kind of closed my eyes for the elevator ride and I I saw the guy kind of eyeing me I was like he's gonna ask I know he's gonna ask if I close my eyes maybe he won't talk to me and he looked back and you be me and I just told him I was like it's video equipment it's the I found that that was just the easiest thing to say is just it's video equipment okay because podcast you have to explain you know yada yada so you be me in this okay. situation. Um, so the guy looks back, looks back, and he goes, you uh, getting out of town for the week?
1: Yeah, there's a body in this bag. <laughs> Keep going. I got I to get out in the, the, next, I go to the next floor. Oh, yeah, which floor are you going to?
0: No, it's, I'm, the, I'm going to the ground where there's a lot of cool, people. I'm
1: going wherever you're going. It, it's, there's room in the case. <laughs> <before>. <laughs> um, anyway, okay. Yes. Uh, it's just video equipment. Didn't realize they made pornos here. You and wanna, that yeah, was... <laughs> I, 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 all of a sudden, my mind's racing. I'm like, you want to be in one? <laughs> what well, are you into? I just go... The first thing That's I, a good joke, by the way. I didn't know. I'm like,
0: huh? I literally said, I was like, I don't... That did not register. And he gave me that, for those, again, those listening, that that was the amount of pause. But he also gave the looks that was giving Doug, which is basically looking me up and down and then kind of like furrowing his brow... Then turning away and turning back again. I didn't realize I made poor. I'm like, you really worked for that. How old is this guy? I mean, maybe slightly older than us. That's a pretty good joke.
1: Actually. And I. Well, the thing, but so. The I'm, pause is the part that does it to me. It's just like. <laughs> Didn't realize I made pornos here. Didn't realize I made pornos here. Was there like an, Was there any excitement in what he was saying? No, or was not was at this, all. Just like it, was,
0: it was droll and like oh, wow. almost as if he was bored with his... Or he was so uncomfortable, that's the first thing he could come up with. And so he's just like, I'm going to say this because I don't know
1: what to do with video equipment. Jesus, if that's what the guy goes to in right? a stranger situation, what happens when he's at Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> right. and someone asks for his opinion on what we're doing in Syria? Trump! He's just like... I put my finger in my dog's butt once. Like, what? What? I just need to see if there were worms. Kent, are you? Are you all right? Yeah, the dog's fine. <laughs> I didn't ask about the dog. Apple Although, pie. Although, should we be asking about the dog? <laughs> he's like, I apple pie. <laughs> I put my finger in the apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> the same one. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, it felt the same. It felt the same. <laughs> There's
0: worms in the apple pie. No, it just was weird. I'm like, why do you say-? it? It seemed very odd to me to just say that. Because when he I asked, so I go, huh? And he goes, I didn't realize I made porn here. He said it again? He did. And I go, yeah, yep. <laughs> that was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It was the most awkward, uncomfortable. Like, if you were there, you would have cringed on how uncomfortable this
1: was. Oh, I bet. I, I, looking back on it, dude, like, that's like the start of a bit. Oh, it is, yeah. Because like, then in
0: my head, I'm like, do I do I follow this up with like, yeah. you have no idea what happens behind closed office doors? And I'm yeah. like,
1: nope, that's just very uncomfortably like, rapey. You'd be like, what floor do you work on? Because right. <laughs> guess what, we filmed there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you have a desk that's like that kind of faces the window? Oh, yeah. The joke is that there's all windows. Yeah. You, yeah? Oh yeah. yeah. You ever your, see any weird smudges on the window? Your desk is really comfortable. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's 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 really where the magic happens.
0: Your chair is really ergonomic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> ergonomic. Ergonomic. Yeah. Uh, I just I
0: can't imagine saying and again, I don't know if it was just because it was the two of us alone in the st- other. Yeah, uh, they steam clean
1: your carpets recently. There's a reason why. You guys got a mop and bucket in the in the coat closet? Yeah, yeah. Only comes out every so often, right? Keep that on the ready. Now you know. Yeah, <laughs> you see me, you'll know what's going on. Oh, boy, I had a tired today. Yeah. A long day. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oof. Oof. Once you've seen one asshole, you've seen them all.
0: Is it? So, one, someone might ask, is there too many assholes that one might see in a day? Answer is probably. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen. I've gone beyond that. I've point. gone beyond the point. <laughs> point ass. i I've gone beyond the point all the way down the shaft exactly <laughs> all the way it was just the most weird and I, I guess that you had to really be there to feel the full awkwardness yeah. but just having so many strangers ask me where I'm going it, I've never I just never experienced that yeah. I don't think I've seen people walking down the street with with suitcases I have never has never have I felt this burning desire to go hey business or pleasure
1: well, it's funny. I learned a lesson a long time ago at the hotel, uh, oddly enough, during a training where you didn't ask people, um, what brings you to town? Because you never know what the response is going to okay. be. Because you can always be like, what brings you to town? I'm here for a funeral. There you like, go. Right. Great. Well, now... Uh, well, have here, fun. Here's your key. Right. And, uh, Giordano's is just down the street. Uh, we've got a pool on the fourth floor. <laughs> if and, you're looking uh, for a movie or a theater experience, let us know. It's like, it's it just being... It's the same thing, too, where... Um, uh, you know, people are like, how old's your daughter? I was like, three and a half. When's the second one coming? And I'm like... Uh, that's presumptuous. That's right. G- complicated. Right. It's a complicated question. Yeah. And something that it's, it's, it does it means well. Right. The intention is good. Sure. But you never know what's going on with someone else, right? Like, right. And t- to see a stranger with a bag, they'd be like, where are you going? Right. It's like, fuck you. That's where I'm going. Right. Why are you talking to me? Your yeah. mom's know house. You. Yeah. That's where like, I'm going. Yeah. Why? What? Part of me enjoys it because it's like someone probably being friendly, like, hey, you're in town. Why right. are you here? But at the same time, I'm like, mind your business. Right. Well, the, I think the,
0: the weird thing is, I don't know if it was just because it's a conver- like, this is a natural conversation starter for some reason or what. But I'm like, if I didn't have this, the same people walking past me would pay me no mind. Yeah. So like, just trying to be friendly, why does the bag initiate that friendship? Why does that, or that friendly tone? It's just so curious to me. I don't get that. Where
1: are you going? Like, who cares? Right. Oh, where are you off to? Where are you going? Right. Like, fuck you. Getting out of town this week? No. Like, ugh. I just, yeah, I I don't understand it. I don't understand that. That's very very presumptuous. (laughs) It's like that story uh, Bill Burr told years ago when he was on a flight, and this drunk guy sat down next to him and was, like, talking to him, and Bill Burr was kind of just shrugging him off, and he's like, hey, where are you going? Bill's like, uh, I don't feel like I need to tell you that. He's like, What do you mean? It started, like, escalating really (laughs) fast where he finally starts going, where you going, Bill? And Bill, he just starts laughing in his face. And this guy. Wait, Bill starts laughing at the guy? Bill starts laughing at the guy. He's like, who the fuck are you? The U.S. Marshals? Right. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not telling you where I'm going. He's like, we're going on the same flight. We're going to Indianapolis. Right. like, what the fuck? Why do you care? Right. He's like, where are you going? He's like, you need to tell me right now where you're going and what you're doing. He goes, no, I don't. No, I don't need to do that. The guy's like, I'm going to I'm going to ping the stewardess. He's like, fucking do it. Great. Yeah. And he does it. And they're like taxing and stuff like that. And the lady comes over and she's like, yes. And he's like, he won't tell me where he's going. He's just I've never heard this story. And Bill just looks down and he goes, I feel like such an idiot. Cause he goes, I didn't, he goes, the best thing he learned is in these situations, you have to remain calm. Yeah. So the other person looks like a psycho. Oh and yeah. He goes, Look, this guy's obviously drunk. He's asking me a lot of, <laughs> of questions. I didn't feel like answering them. <laughs> and like, like, do we need to get the captain out here to come talk to you guys? And, uh, and ultimately, I think the captain did. Yeah. He came over and he's like, What's the problem? He goes, I don't have a problem. Right. This guy has the problem. This guy's just out of his fucking mind. He's like, I've never, he goes, What are they going to do? Like, are they going to kick everyone off the plane? Right. Like, what's about to happen? And ultimately, everything was ended up fine, but the guy essentially just like, got real drunk passed out <laughs> and then like cuz he starts saying like he knew people like at Lucas Oil Field and stuff like he's like he's like you're going to prison you're going to jail bill right outside the prison right outside Lucas Oil Field and then bill's just laughing in his face he's like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> All it's because insanity. I won't. I goes. I don't have to right. tell you shit. Right. I don't owe you anything. I don't want to talk to you. Go fuck yourself.
0: Well, that's. I mean, true. Like to 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 that form. Like keeping calm in that situation because the the the, per, the flight attendant or the uh, the captain comes out and they're just like, "I'm sorry, what's going on here?" He won't tell me where he's going. And Bill's like. Yeah,
1: I won't tell him where I'm going. I don't see why this is a problem. He's like, guy looks like a fucking idiot. He's like, yeah, I don't really want to talk to this right. guy. But they're almost scolding him like, are you two going to be able to get along? Do we have to move you right. two? And Bill's like, I'm fine. Right. I, don't ask me. Yeah. Ask fucking Captain Drunky Pants over there. Ask here. this guy over right. here. Maybe he should be removed or whatever. It's where are you like, going?
0: <laughs> where are you going, Bill? Where are you going, Bill? See, that's the weird thing about celebrity that I, I feel like... You know, if, if it ever happens to me, I feel like I'll be very uncomfortable with people coming up and just going, hey, Justin. i would be like, I don't know you. I don't know you.
1: And you got, you're got you very familiar with me right now. I was just listening to. Uh, Where you going, Bill? Where are you going, Bill? Uh, Tom Segura talking with Gabriel Iglesias uh-huh. on their newest yeah. episode. And they're talking about fans coming up and being really obnoxious. And one of the ones that they both hate is when people come up immediately with a video running on their phone. And they're like, whoa, like it's so aggressive. Just hey, right in your face. Hey, what's up? And like Gabriel Glacius is like, dude, let me finish fucking chewing first or something. Like, he's like, if you want to get a photo, like, okay, I'm done. Sit down. Like, whatever. We'll do it. Right, right, right. But she's just like, back the fuck off. Like, just don't don't get in my face. Yeah. And Tom was saying, like, you know, sometimes people like want to like hook him up with stuff. He said one time this person's like, hey, we would love to host you, your manager, your team. After the show, come to our steakhouse. We'd love to have you guys. And they're like, all right, sure. Show up, have appetizers, have a great meal. <laughs> and then Lady just hands him the bill. Oh, that's fucking <laughs> he sucks. He goes, of course I paid it. But he's like, Thank you for telling me this place exists. Right. Thank I you for knew, telling I, me to eat here. I knew that it did. Right. Uh, thanks. Thanks right. for just basically telling me to come here.
0: That is such... That's, and then it could be like, oh, Tom Segura came. and He brought his whole entourage to our place. And he's like... That's such a fucking underhanded, sneaky thing he to goes, do. gonna like not, that at he's all. He's like, I'm not
1: asking for anything. Right. But when you make it seem like, hey, we would love... Absolutely. ...for your entire team to come... Like, give them something. Like right. Half off or whatever. Right. You know, like just... You've invited, it's again
0: it's like it's like coming over you I invite you to my house. Yes. And then at the end of the day, like I ask you or when you get over there, I'm like, Great, so there's a steak in the fridge. If you could go ahead and cook that for me.
1: Or and then we can eat. You cook everything, you're like, hey, that steak was uh fifty bucks. Right. So if you could just go halves these on me, uh, that'd be great. You're like, it just what? you invited me. It's yeah. an
0: invitation. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. like, it's like, so nah, fucking
1: weird. I'm not gonna do that.
0: I don't like that at all. Yeah. Uh real quick, a dull moment says, uh, maybe it wasn't the bag, Justin. I've told you a million times you gotta stop giving strangers those bedroom eyes. And in fairness, I did have my wiener out when I was walking around. No so, one really thought it was a porno. That's just that's on me.
1: That's that's, on, that's you. on me. Yeah,
0: I give bedroom eyes and I have my dong hanging
1: out. Yeah, well, sorry. Okay, that'll go well nowadays. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's downtown. Usually, it people don't really don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This time it did not. If you have a bag with you, apparently that's a very open invitation. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Um, the the thing, have you have you? Ever really like met any celebrities?
1: Um, I mean, I've met a couple of like uh like band members and some never like I mean I guess I I, I was in an extra in a scene with the guy who played Big Pussy on Sopranos. Okay. I mean, I took a picture with him and I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Right. Um, but like you've never had the opportunity to, to run
0: up on someone with no. uh, with a camera and, and rolling I or anything. Would you ask for, I, I, I asked these to ask you, would you take a selfie? Like, would you, if you met someone that you really idolize, would it be a selfie for you or would it be a look them in the eye and be like, Hey, I'm Doug. Nice to meet you. Thank you for everything. you it do." It would be the
1: latter. Yeah. I, I just, it's too intrusive. I don't like collecting those moments. Yeah. I don't, I don't need like if Tom Segura were to walk by here, <laughs> right. I'd be like, Holy shit. But I also know from listening to his podcast, he likes to be left alone. Right. So if anything, if it was like I felt compelled, I'd just be like, I tried to find a good moment and just be like, hey man, I'm a huge fan. Thanks, Jeans. Whatever. Try to throw in some right, right, right. your mom's house podcast stuff and just be like, Hey man, I'm a huge fan. Thank you for all you do. And just and have it be that and I would be on my way to right. like, I fucking met Thompson girl. that's awesome. I don't need to do the photo. I don't need to do that sort of shit. I don't need to video me yeah. doing that. Like that to me is like it's so intrusive. On them, and a lot of people be like, "Well, that's what they sign up for." No, they didn't. Right, they didn't sign up for that shit.
0: I, I, am of two minds on that argument, but I feel the same way. Where I used to, up until a certain point, I definitely would want would be the person to be like, "Oh, I got to get a, take a quick picture with me." Yeah. But I, I've heard a bunch of people speak, uh, and and specifically, I think Paul McCartney was the first person I heard say it, and then I heard someone else. I think it was. The Hollywood Reporter does those roundtables mm-hmm. where they like get like directors or comedic actors or whomever yeah. together, and uh, I think it was actually Jim Carrey initiated this conversation on one of those. But he, he and Paul McCartney had a very similar sentiment where, it, like basically, uh, when you when you do that, like the world stops. Like, yes. you're, you're stopping. You're stopping momentum. You're stopping what could be a real like Paul's like I would rather stop and talk to someone for five minutes than take a a, a 10 second selfie. Yeah. You know, like he's like, I, like I I would have that human interaction because then the world doesn't just come to a screeching halt. So you can pretend that you have this lifestyle on Instagram or on Facebook or wherever, because all you're doing is you're like you said, you're collecting these or you're curating these moments to make it seem like you're having these experiences in for what benefit, who are you trying to impress? And, I'm 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 realizing now that that's more the mindset that I'm in, where I'd rather just go up and thank someone for what they do, and then be on my way, and be like that. I got to meet someone that I really look up to. Yeah, it. you it's know? like
1: that episode in Scrubs where Brendan Fraser plays uh, uh, Dr. Cox's wife's brother. Yes, and he doesn't like when people pose for photos because he's like, that's not real life. Exactly, he that's fake. He goes, I like to take pictures of people in their real moments. Right. And I, that always stuck with me, where I'm like, it's so true. Where you're like, all right, everyone get together and say cheese, right? And you got this thing, it's like ta-da. Whereas um, I'm much more of a fan of like, yeah, let's take a look at the real moments and getting things in action, and absolutely. Same, I try to not to be too crazy with pictures with Natalie, but at the same time, it's like I don't want to miss out on some pretty cool moments. Yeah. But um, you know, you know, because I made a little music video for her and stuff yeah. like that just capturing some moments with that. But I don't want that to be everything. Like, mm-hmm. I love my mom. My mom put together, like it's so great going back and seeing all the photos that she took of us growing up. We have albums upon albums yeah, upon albums yeah. of trips and different times and stuff like that. And they're great, great memories. But that also was at a time where you had to go and develop your film.
0: Right. It wasn't just a, <laughs> you can take 50 shots and you're like, uh, three of these work. Yeah. And you yeah. just have them forever right. for what? Right.
1: You know, um, I knew a guy I used to work with who, who would take photos of his kids, and then he would just store all of it on a hard drive, and then give them the hard drive, like when they turn eighteen. He's like, "Here you go." It's like, "Thanks, Dad." Now I got to sift like, through all. Now the it's shit. all theirs. They can do whatever they want with it. I was like, "Okay, I guess." I guess, yeah. I'm like, I guess you're saying you didn't lose any of it, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't see. I don't know. I just. I feel more inclined. <clears throat> To take some pictures, take some video, but I don't want to record everything. Right. I don't want to capture everything because, just like Paul McCartney said, "Here's the world stopping right for a moment to pretend." Right. Especially when it comes to like celebrities. Oh stuff. yeah. Like you're just pretending for a moment that you're, you're not like hanging out. You didn't have a buddies. drink with this person. Right. It just looks so right whatever like I, I I don't know like I I think the best you know some of those really great pictures are some of the things you see of people like laughing in the moment or whatever like yeah you're really capturing what's happening with yeah. that and just I feel like it's so intrusive with celebrities
0: well and that's there was I was listening to a podcast where Glenn Hansard was on the musician and he was talking about where he was in a uh I can't remember what city he was in but he's like I was at this bar and I was just having a drink it was before after show or whatever and there's a guy there who wasn't really paying me any, any attention. Like he didn't know who I was and this and that. I wasn't about to tell him who I was sure. like that. I'm a I'm a, a touring musician and this and this. And he goes, you know, the guy, we just struck up a conversation, started talking about music mm-hmm. and like who are bands we liked and this and that. And we ended up getting drunk together. Oh. It was like we went back to his place, we smoked a joint, and like That's we, awesome. He's like, you know, it was like three in the morning or six in the morning or whatever. I we stumbled back to my hotel room as the sun was coming up, and he's like, but it was great because this guy and I just had a night together. That's Like so a human cool. connection. And we just hung out and, and laughed and dicked around and told stories
1: and yeah. he goes. And it was
0: it was so nice to not have to be Glenn
1: Hansard. I yeah. could just be me, you know? And that's one thing is, like I, I would love that that's like that's every fan's dream is to have oh, like shit, yeah. a moment like that and in my head I'm like, this guy knew who you were. I take that back. I did meet. He knew. <laughs> he knew, but he played it. He real played cool. it right. He's like, yeah. So, uh, whoa, that music's playing, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, weird, huh? I like music. Do you like music? <laughs> yeah. I uh, I used to play in a band. Um, I did meet the lead singer of Something Corporate. Oh, Okay. And uh, Jack's Mannequin, and I kind of geeked out a little bit when I saw him. I'm yeah. Like, oh my god. Where'd you meet him? He was staying at the hotel. <laughs> was it really? Really? He came to the fucking front desk. No way. He was looking for a package, and I was at like, at that hotel. Amy, really? po- Amy Poehler stayed at that hotel Get the I, fuck I, out. I saw her briefly I met her briefly That seems so There's There are so many options in the city of I Chicago I felt horrible for her <laughs> I was like I'm sorry I mean she got the nicest room in the hotel oh, Of course yeah down. But she came by and left a note for another comedian She's like can you please make sure he gets this And he was staying in the vice presidential suite okay. So she said Mr. Vice President is like to, Love it and I was like holy shit that's Amy Poehler that's um, wild, man. Do you remember yeah. who the other comedian was? I do. He was, um, fuck, I can't remember his name. He's He was in Upright Citizens Brigade. He's got kind of, he's kind of a ginger, light brown hair. He's played some smaller roles. Yeah, He was in um, uh, Old School. He's one of the office buddies of Will Ferrell. Yep, 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 yep. yep. And he just wanted to join really bad. Uh, he's really good at playing a dick. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just can't think of his name exactly. When you say his name, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. But, but I remember him. He was super hungover. Was when he? When he came down, he basically had his glasses on. He's like, here's the key. And he, I gave him the note. Matt Walsh. That's exactly who it is, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Matt Walsh. Very funny, yeah. That was for him. So I was like, well, that's kind of cool. He's from Chicago. Yeah, Matt. How about sense. that? How All about right. that? Um, weird thing, uh, Jenna Fisher, familiar yeah. with her. Yeah. Uh, she went to Truman State University. In my hometown, okay. I was like, "That's that's very random." I saw a post on Facebook the other day. that's she's yeah. like raising like money for Truman. She's really? Like, she's like Truman State alumni, Jennifer. I'm like, "What? Well, hold on. Wait,
0: what? How did you? First off, how did you find your way to this? Town? I was like, yeah. "Huh?
1: How did, how did I just now know that? Like, what?" And I went and checked it out. I'm like, "It's fucking true. What the fuck? How did <laughs> that's I know? So funny. How did I not know that? Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember when Andrew McMahon, the lead singer of Jacks Mannequin and uh, Something Corporate, he was at the front desk and. He was looking for a package, and I was like off to the side. He wasn't talking to me. he's talking to someone else. And I was like, someone goes, hey, man, you excited for the show tonight? And he goes, dude, be quiet. It's a secret show. And someone had told me earlier in the day that Jack's Mannequin was in town. Yeah, and I was like, <gasps> I perked up, and I looked up, and I looked down. I go, I'm sorry. Uh, excuse me. What band are you in? He's like, oh, I'm in, I'm in a band called Jack's Mannequin. I was like, oh, my God, I'm a huge fan. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say it I like that? I said that. that. He, <laughs> goes, he goes, oh, I'm looking for packs. I'm like, you wait right here. I'll be right back. And I like, sprinted back to housekeeping. I'm like, I need a package you stay. You bring out six. You're like, you take whichever one of these you want, Jack's Mannequin. I was like, dude, I was like, his name's Andrew McMahon. And where is it? I got it. I was like, thank you. I ran up and I handed it to him. And I go, hey, I just want you to know I'm a huge fan. Yeah, um, You need anything. You asked for Doug. I'm Doug. <laughs> Did you, you say for, that? I said that. I was like, you asked for me. That is, I got you. <laughs> that is the equivalent of you walking into a pizza
0: place uh-huh. and going, I wanna here's work here. why you need me to work here.
1: <laughs> hey, I want to work here. What do you want to do? I don't know. I
0: don't know, but you're welcome.
1: I was like, I was like, this is what <laughs> customer service people do. So they're like, you need anything. You talk to me. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you, Jack's mannequin. Listen, I can't really do anything, but I got you. You call and talk to me and ask for Doug.
0: You ask for Doug, and I will put you in contact
1: with the person who can make something happen. They won't make it happen, right. but I will do whatever I I'll can. I'll do what I can. I'll be there to commiserate with you, pal. <laughs> it is fucking hysterical. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I, I, you know, oh, i uh, also, what, what's his name? His name uh, is it Mike Barr? Um. He played the gas man in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't he, he in no, uh, Mike Chicago? Starr, Mike Star. Mike Star, yeah, yeah. He Mike, was in
0: Chicago Overcoat, right? Yeah, yeah, he stayed at the hotel.
1: No shit. Chris Charles got him a hotel room at there. I and love he, it. he came to, He's the nicest guy. Is, I can imagine that. Oh, yeah. he comes down and he goes, Hey man, I want to go over to the uh to the bar. Um, do you think do you think they'll make fun of me if I order a milk? I go wait <laughs> I go, no. He goes, I know it's weird. It's like four in the afternoon. He goes, do you think, you think they'll think it's weird? I'm like, you're Mike Starr. Go order a, whatever the fuck you want. Right. If anyone gives you a hard time, tell them to go fuck like, themselves. my name's
0: Doug. If you need <laughs> anything, you let me know. If anyone gives you a hard time, Mike Starr, you let yeah. me know.
1: Also, there was uh, the comedian. Um, what's his name? The guy who's in Happy Gilmore who's like, you suck. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Rob uh He's been in... Uh, he's in every
0: Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Rob... Oh, my God. What the fuck is his he's name? He's been around for a while. I, all I can think of is Rob Lowe, because I watched Parks and Rec last it's, night. It's, it's not Rob uh, Lowe. Rob... Uh, Gronkowski, Zombie, Lowe, Littlefield, Riggle. No, Rob, this is... Google, you're not helping me! Uh, the wait, What was the Happy Gilmore? Yeah.
1: I can't remember his name. He
0: was on SNL. He was... Uh, Rob
1: Schneider. <laughs> it's not Rob Schneider. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> Rob Schneider didn't, wasn't the one that said, you suck... Uh, Fuck, I can't Wait, remember who? His name. I don't remember his name. All He's right, an on. older comedian. Uh, Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Joe Fl- uh, Flattery. Let me see. Yes. 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 He came by, and of course. Old Second City alone. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, he was an old, older comedian. He, he was there too. Super nice guy. But one of the security guys is like, hey, you suck. I'm like, why do you have to yell out the cat's phrase? <laughs> he doesn't Fine. want to hear that. He's yeah. like, hey, you suck like, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, uh, Matt Forte. Uh, he's 78 years old. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's an old dude. Matt Forte. Okay. He was looking to uh, invest in the restaurant. Oh, so someone, was, I'm sorry. I was not even looking
0: at the, the Twitch stream. Someone got us, Rob Schneider. Thank you.
1: It's not Rob Schneider, but you're welcome. Well, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah.
0: Yes, but it was but not. But they're so a, wrong. Uh, <laughs> how does Doug feel about Andrew uh, McMahon since he's gone solo?
1: Probably hates
0: him. <laughs> who, who asked that? A dull moment
1: Uh, I haven't really followed I mean I like Andrew McMahon I think he's incredibly talented But um, There was a sweet time Where I was really into Something corporate In college And then Jack's mannequin Right when I moved to Chicago Was like The album uh, Oh fuck I can't remember the name Of the album But like that was like instrumental in my transition from college into like the Chicago so like no pun intended yes uh, so when I hear those songs that, that talk about a time machine yeah. that takes me right back to my first apartment and everything like going to grad school and everything so there's do you have any albums where it's hard for you to listen don't to do skirt the
0: issue do you hate Andrew McMahon I
1: don't hate Andrew McMahon
0: that's not what I heard
1: okay from my adults. San Diego
0: source says yeah. you hate Andrew McMahon
1: well San Diego source is just jerking it over there in San Diego all right so. You know? That's accurate. That's accurate. No, I don't hate him at all. I think he's super talented. I just I haven't followed him as much. Some of those uh, stuff just kind of falls off the radar.
0: You heard it right there. Doug says Andrew McMahon should fall off your radar.
1: <laughs> well played. Folks, hit the message boards. Look, I DM him every now and again. I'm like, hey, do you remember this time you stayed at this hotel in Chicago? My name's Doug. Still, if you need anything, you let me know. You let me know. <laughs> I'm your Chicago contact. Um, if so I can't were, help you, I know a guy. You were asking... You're asking if I had an album. Do you have any albums that you just like completely like can't listen to because there's too much like either memories attached to it or too much emotion attached to it?
0: Mm-hmm. For a long time, I couldn't listen to the Foo Fighters song The Pretender mm-hmm. because I had it as my ringtone for like a year oh, and a half. God. And anytime I would hear, I would laugh. I would, I would legitimately have a like a like my my stomach would not up going where's my phone where's my and I would honestly think it was a phone call doesn't matter if it was coming through the speakers like I would still have that like knee-jerk reaction and I was like my phone and so I was like I can't listen to the song anymore thankfully that is uh that's gone now um so that was really the only thing that I had like a reaction. Like I never had an album that I can't listen to. That was it was it was a single song
1: really. Yeah, I, I've had albums that I've had to avoid for a while because really? they have a lot of emotional attachment, um, or like, like in a
0: in a negative way.
1: Not necessarily in a negative way, but like there it was just like there's a serious weight to them because I was listening to the albums at like a tough time. Or, okay. Um, uh, they have a, it has a lot more meaning to me in that it's it's weird for me to go back there because I know I'm gonna if by listening to it, I'm gonna go back to that state emotionally Interesting. Okay. and mentally, and I'm like, I don't know if I really wanna do that. So I've got good albums like that.
0: Oh sure. Like Tenacious D's first album. Yep. That is whenever I listen to that, I am back in my car, senior year of high school. Yeah. And I am we're we're driving around and we're probably going to Wendy's. Like I can distinctly remember having that up all the way in my car sure. and us all singing it top of our lungs. Uh, and then Kenny Loggins' return to Pooh Corner mm-hmm. is one that every time that comes on, I am about two seconds away from bursting into tears, uh, in in the best way. But yeah. it's, and my dad gave me that album; uh, he introduced me to it and then gave it to me. And every time I listen to those songs, and again, it's Kenny Loggins writing this album for his son, so there's a lot of emotional connection sure. there. And every time I listen to it, like I'm right back, like hanging out with my dad, yeah, or or you know, driving from Decal back to. Because my, my parents are divorced, so they would make the, the drop-off. My mom lived in Schomburg, dad in the Quad Cities. He'd make the drop-off in DeKalb. Nice. And driving from DeKalb back to the Quad Cities, we would listen to music all the time. Nice. And that's one that like it put me that's right back cool. in that front seat of the the bench seat of the truck. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For me, there was it was the album Death Cab for Cutie. Um, it had the song Follow You Into the Dark. Okay. I Will Follow You Into the Dark. And that is an amazing song it's sad anyway it's about essentially a loved one passing away okay but one of the weird coincidences that happened in life my good friend Jeff uh, who passed away Mm -hmm. when I was 25 um, like a month before like shit went down with him he introduced me to that album specifically that song he's like we were driving going back to visit our alma mater Augustana College, and I remember we were like just listening to it. I was like, dude, this is like really like a great song, beautiful song. He's like, yeah, it's really sad, it isn't it? I was like, yeah. And then like two months later, he was dead. Jesus Christ. And I was like, that's one of those things where you understand when people look for meaning Mm -hmm. in everything, and they're like, that was Jeff trying. This is this field for the longest time. My good friend Jeff Pat now was in the CIA, Mm -hmm. and there was one percent of me that thought that he faked his death (laughs) to go into deep cover. Because he was stationed in Yemen, yeah. I was like he was trying to tell me something, man. Right. like this I, pardon me because you was, allowed
0: yourself to slip into one uh, percent of one percent of you yeah. allowed
1: it because I was like, it was a closed casket. I didn't really see anything in there right. And I, I was like, yeah, I was a pall bear, but there could have been anything in there, right. You know, they're like, we didn't want to we didn't want have an open. It was a sandbags you know, there were there were, like, Government officials there, like to pay their respects. I was like, it was all for show, man. It was all for show. He's out there, and there's going to be a situation where he's going to knock on my door at one point, and he's going to show up, and he's going to be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, man. I had to do it." He's going to be like, "Hey, fucker! I'm like, I'm going to punch him in the arm as hard as I can, and then give him a hug." Right. He he was goddamn it, man. He he gave Jill and I a check for three thousand dollars for our wedding. Really? To help us pay for our wedding. Wow. Like he was so generous, That's and kind, man. and one of, again, if I could have one weird wish in my life, it'd yeah. be for you and him to hang out for a day. Because <laughs> it'd either go really well or really, really awful. <laughs> well, with
0: the way that I feel about government, I think that it would be a very precarious. Well, here's the thing
1: both you and Jeff are mischievous little fucks. And See, I, it, I like him already. That's where I feel like, I told you this before, but I feel like I have had a connection with you the first time I met you. Yeah. Because you were very much like him personality-wise in that regard, <laughs> where you were always up to no good, and that's how Jeff was. Still him. <laughs> and that always, uh, you know, he was the kind of guy that would, he didn't mind the awkward moments in life. Yeah. In fact, he would lean into them. Sure. Even more so. Yeah. His favorite, I wouldn't say his favorite thing to do, but when he would come into Chicago to visit me and we would be approached by homeless people, they'd be like, I'm a homeless vet. He goes, oh, yeah? Well, where's your military ID card? Because yeah. he grew up in a military family. Sure, he, and he knew ne- all that sort of stuff. Right, you'd never like, get rid of that. He's like, where's this? And they'd be like, oh, I don't know. he goes, well, then you're full of shit. Get out of my face. Right. <laughs> he's like, I could report you for falsifying. Like He would just go down. Stolen valor. Fall, oh, yeah. And he would just go, go to town on that sort of stuff. But he, just, he was mischievous. And when we were working, we were in college. He worked at the athletic uh, uh, not the, what is it? The I don't know what you call it. Whatever the the clubhouse, whatever the fuck it is. that the intramural place that all the students would use. I don't know. What you oh, call okay, it. yeah. But he was kind of like the assistant to the athletic director for okay. that. And as a joke, he gave his boss laxative chocolate. Like he goes, <laughs> "Hey, I found some chocolate for you." And then like he went in <laughs> later, and like he's eating, it, his boss is eating it, his son is eating it. Oh no! And his boss's boss is in there about to eat it, and Jeff goes sir I'm, I don't eat that he's like why he's like they're laxatives <laughs> <laughs> no I think what it, it may have been like <laughs> his boss's boss and his boss's boss's son were in there eating the chocolate and Jeff goes sir oh, sorry they were meant for dawn and his, his son goes dad what's a laxative he goes well it just means you're gonna poop a lot <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. He was just Damn so it. Okay,
0: I think he and I would have gotten along. And just he's fine. the
1: guy that like he would have he would have like a glass of scotch sometimes before bed. Uh-huh. He just appreciated those kinds of things. And damn, just he yeah. he he would always he's always down to play the long con, the oh, long game god. for a joke. Yeah, we lost a good one. <laughs> yeah, and he just encouraged me to do like Jill and I would try to fuck with him as much as possible too. Just doing random things like we'd walk by his room. This, just probably gonna hate that I'm gonna say this, but like, she walk into his front, and she like staring at him, and she just like bend over, and I come up behind Jill and I go, bam, <laughs> and then we would just get up and walk away and be <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm like, love you, Jeff.
0: Not <laughs> saying a word. <laughs> no, yeah, just saying. unbroken eye just, contact.
1: Ah, <laughs> just one pump and then go. And he's <laughs> like, what the fuck? I was like, love you, love you, Jeff. And then we just move on from there. I fucking love that. Yeah. Uh,
0: dull a dull moment says. uh ba 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 Andrew McMahon.
1: (laughs) Get off Andrew
0: McMahon. Andrew McMahon. His stuff is uh, actually definitely worth checking out. I say that as a Something Corporate fan. I actually think Doug would appreciate it. He's a little more acoustic than Something Corporate and Jack's Mannequin, but was still very similar. Uh, And then he wants to know, where's Jared? Jared is probably in training
1: right now. Probably. Yeah. Jared is becoming a boss. Right. The end. The end. Yeah. Uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, I wish. yeah, I really wish I got the chance to meet that guy, man. You you definitely,
1: you guys would have clashed probably politically. Um, I'm sure, but yeah. he's one of the few guys I've met where we didn't see eye to eye politically, but we had very uh, noble and uh, an honorable discourse about things. And I was able to pick his brain; he picked mine. Very well read, yeah. Very, very knowledgeable on stuff. And see, that's the thing
0: about people if they can if they can have the
1: discussion,
0: I'm fine yes. with it. It's the also, people who are just blindly going. Dub, 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 this policy because red. Yeah. I can't. I can't do that. Yeah, I can't he, have
1: a conversation. And with those I people. always enjoyed it too because. Um, well, my brother said when he passed away, he goes, "I lost. What, he, what did Dave refer to him as? He called him like a noble nemesis or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. He, was, like, he said Jeff was one of the guys he liked talking to, even though he didn't disagree with, because Jeff was knowledgeable. Right. He and, would make logical arguments yeah. and
0: state his opinion, and this is why. And then he would hear yours. I'm sure. Like my favorite
1: thing was, I like, go, oh, "Okay, you're in the CAA. All right." what president would fuck you over the hardest? <laughs> because it was like an election year in right. 2009. I go, which one would fuck you the hardest and why? And he was like, oh, I'll tell you would fuck me. And he, was, and he would go through it. Because I go, you have a unique perspective. Sure. I go, also, thinking about it, I go, God, every four years must be just absolutely traumatic being in the intelligence agency or sure. different departments because policies would change drastically. I'm, yeah, absolutely. It's got to be insane. We're doing
0: this thing. Now fuck that. Now, We're doing this thing. Now
1: get him out of there. Right. Now go back in. Right. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, right. Insane. Just absolutely insane. That's crazy, dude. So he was, yeah, but he was, I love just, I didn't know enough of politics at the time. I was just like, tell me more. Yeah. Like, Tell me about what's going on because I just don't fucking know. I don't get it.
0: How would he feel about the time change going away? Daylight savings time.
1: Um probably wouldn't care too much yeah. i mean i don't know i don't think he'd care too much about it
0: he would just go fine he probably doesn't doesn't, doesn't i'm never in i'm never i never in illinois so it doesn't like, mean anything i'm in the middle
1: east right. so it's irrelevant to me it's irrelevant here. to me yeah it's always hot <laughs> it's is, always, it gonna, is it going is it going to cool things down here cuz it's hot cuz it's hot it's super hot <laughs> yeah yeah so there's a chi- time change happening in illinois and this
0: harkens back to uh, assignment test days, I believe. Where you and
1: I had a heated debate about this. We really I did. don't remember where we stood on the matter. It so I
0: think the debate started, and this is fitting that Drew is uh, that Drew is uh, watching the stream right now. Because oh, he, he just can, logged off. He can, yep yep, and oh yeah, literally we just went <laughs> down one viewer. Thank you, Druby. Um <laughs> No, he uh, uh, he can weigh in if he uh, if he's still here. But um, Doug and I were you and I argued that there should be a singular time zone, that the entire country should go. And it wasn't about daylight savings time necessarily. Yeah. We were arguing time zones. And I think I, I can't, I honestly
1: can't remember because we were in vi- like, visceral disagreement with each other. I think, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. I felt like I was for a unified, like we should all be in one time zone and you were against it. But I don't remember why. On either argument, like no. why I was against it, why well, you for me, were for it. For me, I think it was just a matter of like it's easy if we're all in the same fucking time zone, right? For him. No, I
0: think I was for the time. Were you? Here's the thing. At the time, we were so locked into our opinions. We were. And you can see how much it actually meant to us because we can't
1: even fucking remember it now. Well, that was one of the like the pre-Mind Gap <laughs> podcasts, like, amazing. Debates, that been a great, yeah. That was an amazing debate where we were just like, we we got into it. Because one of the arguments
0: against it, whoever was against it, what, I think the argument was it's... Was oh fuck! I just had it. It was I. It was either four against it. Now I can't remember. <laughs> was that like six? Like if the sun is rising, mm-hmm. and it's like six o'clock here, mm-hmm. that means that if at the same exact point at six o'clock over here, the sun hasn't risen over here yet, mm-hmm. and so it's like. I, again, I can't remember what the fucking argument I was. I feel like
1: that's... Do you know, like, it's, it's in that it, vein. It was something along those lines that the, the, the sun wasn't where it was everywhere at the same time. Something Basically like that, yeah. Now, flat earthers would fully disagree with this, <laughs> but... So, but um, I just remember being like, it would be nice just to be like, you know, because just, just yesterday, we had a call with someone who was in Portland. Right, work, yeah. Two hours behind us. Right. I was like, we got to... We're like, when do you want to meet again? Well, we're available this day at 3 p.m. Our time. Are you available at 1 o'clock? You're like having to constantly. Oh, yeah. Well, It's not not that big of a deal, but it's just like, you know, I mean, Jesus, when we set up our Hootsuite account, Drew set up for fucking uh, California. (laughs) So everything I posted was like two hours behind. (laughs) It was was
0: happening at 5 a.m. I was was like, like, I want to
1: do it at 1055 a.m. It's like, cool. We posted it at noon. I was like, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah. no. Um, So it's just, it's, you know. It would be the other way. See? No, because if he if it posted ten fifty five his time. Oh, his time. Got it. I thought you meant our time.
0: No, no. Again, see? (laughs) Unified time zone. I'm into it. I don't know why now. I just I. But it's the same. Like when when I'm sending an email to set up a call with someone, it's it's like if they just if they go uh, call me at one. Mm -hmm. I'm like great. One Pacific. One central, one. Eight. Where are you? Yeah, like yeah. You have just, to ma-
1: and you have to make that
0: assumption, right? Right, exactly. Where,
1: and I need to start doing that too because uh, where I currently work, we have people all over the U.S. So exactly, like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and it's
0: just yeah. I'm like, I don't know where you are right now. <laughs> you tell me where you are. So anytime I put and I've gotten uh, used to doing this in in personal and whatever. Like if I'm talking to someone, I know they're not like in Chicago. I'll just put like 1 p.m. CT. Mm-hmm. And that, that it's just, it's part of AM, PM, mm-hmm. it is now followed
1: by CT. Well, you Almost. notice, if you follow us on social media, I always put, uh, we start streaming at 6.30 PM CST, so. You're welcome. I got you guys. But yeah. we wouldn't have to do that if we were all in the same time zone. That's right. But that's not what this is
0: about. <laughs> what we're talking about is it is now. daylight savings time thing. Yeah, fuck that! <laughs> uh, we're talking about this daylight savings time thing. So there was, uh, and you've read a little bit more than, than I have on this. Sure. So was it a... Uh, Bill that was proposed and passed, or what was the what was the 411? 20... I got excited because, at first I thought, this can't be real. They d- we didn't actually get to this point, but we did get to this point.
1: So, uh, the Illinois Senate passed Senate Bill 533 on November 12th. The proposal, which was reduced by who gives a shit, would make <laughs> March 2020 the last time Illinoisans changed their clocks. So, it tells you what daylight saving times is. Wait, March 2020? So March 2020 would be the last time. We so would actually, we, would, we would see we would spring I thought, forward but we would never go back. Cuz you
0: fall back you gain an hour. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. All right. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: we'll lose an hour permanently. Right. Which is uh, which is fine. Yeah. I um, like,
0: there's some I, yeah. I mean I I guess I would have to see what it would be like year round because in my mind I'm just like cuz some people are like oh, I I like uh, I like when the the days are longer in the summer and the you know because of the time shift the uh, you lose light in the morning and like I don't, I've never really fully like wrapped my head around. All I know is winter days are shorter, summer days are longer. Like more sunlight, less sunlight. That's all I know. I'm gonna have to see what this feels like because I don't know. I honestly don't know what
1: to expect. Is it gonna be that noticeable? I don't know. All I know is more than ever this year, I'm like, fucking A, it is dark all the goddamn time. Yeah. Maybe it's because I didn't have access to windows in my last (laughs) job and I just wasn't used to it. Yeah. Because I had an office that had no windows, sure. so I was like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. And I was just always running around doing shit. Like, but going to work in the dark and then coming home in the dark. It sucks. It just seems like it's super dark. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. Like there's no fucking moon or anything. It's just super dark. Right. And I'm like, this fucking sucks. Especially with Natalie like I will love it when it was even unless we were getting closer to like falling back and stuff like that, because I pick her up. I mean, it's dark at 4.45. So sometimes when I pick her up, she's like, can we go to the playground? I'm like, fuck yeah, because there's plenty of light. Right, absolutely. Or after we eat, we could go and, and, and eat dinner. We'd go to light. I was like, no, we can't go to a fucking park. Right. I can't go to a playground because there's no, no way. It's too dark. Right. And that sucks. That oh, really it does. Sucks.
0: That's why. That's the one. one of the biggest reasons that I can't stand the winter months is that Ugh. it's just... Again, you wake up, you go to work, and it's dark. You go home, and it's dark, and you, you don't have any. You don't have any daylight. You don't have any. Like
1: the only thing that's good now, Justin, is the Christmas lights. It is, isn't it?
0: Because it's dark, you can see them better. That's right,
1: and that's what's nice. You want to know what's? That's crazy? That's what matters in the world. You know what's crazy, Justin? Tell me. We have Christmas lights up in our house, Doug.
0: I am beyond
1: proud of you. That's cool. Beyond proud. I'll take credit, even though I had nothing to do with it, but I'll take credit for it. <laughs> uh, Jill put up some uh, lights in the bushes. And uh, now I know where to go. Fantastic. When I get home. There it is. Right to um, the bushes. Right to the bushes. Um, but it's so funny because she put them up. They look really nice. We went outside. We were like having a really nice moment. You know, Natalie, we told Natalie to close her eyes because she woke up from a nap. We're like, all right, open up. She's like, oh, my gosh. And I have my arm around Jill. I go, you know, I never thought I'd be the guy that would put up Christmas lights. And there was a pause. And I go, well, I didn't. You did. <laughs> but still i'm still not the guy she who goes, up the christmas lights she goes i was waiting to see if you're going to correct yourself i was like i didn't but hey it's still here do you think you're ever going to get to the point where you will be the guy putting them up probably are you going to help out well here's the thing i'm going to help out with a tree okay enough
0: said that's that's again for those of you just tuning in that is yeah. humongous let me let me give you a spoiler alert that's humongous it is and yeah. you know
1: i'm starting to see the the more excitement that natalie has with that stuff she's yeah. starting to say i she knows who santa claus is now yeah. and and stuff, not for long, because I'm going to crush that just right away. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. No, As home soon in- as she
0: wakes up, she's she going to be like, you're going to have a black boot and go, I murdered him.
1: <laughs> He's dead. He's dead now. He was never alive. Um, yeah, so, but it's like to see her get excited, like she goes, look at the lights, just at different houses, and she gets real excited yeah. for that sort of stuff. So I'm starting to see, like, why... Especially at this age. Yeah. Like things are so magical to her. Like it's, it's pretty cool. Like how excited she got for um, Halloween. Right. And things like that. So you're starting to see why the holidays aren't atrocious. At the same time, (laughs) also trying to teach her that it's not about presents.
0: That's fair. That's is, fair.
1: Um, there's actually... A, it's a little about presence. A little bit, but within reason. Uh, there, we. I went to... Uh, my company just has, uh, started a new group at work called uh, Working Parents Connect. Okay. So basically anyone who's a parent or an ally of a parent can come to this uh, group meeting and talk it an about... What's ally of a parent? I don't know. Um, but the point being that... Uh, it's great to see all these people are like, yeah, I'm a parent. You know, a lot of people on my team aren't and they don't understand and stuff like that, So it's nice to connect with people. But one of the women in there was like, you know, we have like a Slack channel and stuff where we can have open conversations about different things. And she said one of her things right now is the holidays are tough. She's got twin seven-year-olds. Okay. And she's like, I'm trying to teach them about overconsumption. Yeah. And how this time of year is really tough because they want, want, want. So trying to get them... Understanding that it's not just about getting gifts; mm-hmm. it's not about what's your list, what do you want. It's about you know appreciating you know Absolute. what you have yeah. and what you're getting. Right. And I try to do that too. And it's where, definitely about
0: the giving part too, because like, you know, really, like, and it can be giving not just giving things, but it's giving of time, giving of
1: yes, giving of yourself. Really. Well, what I want to try and get the habit of doing is Natalie has so many fucking toys. You've talked about that. I yeah. want her to. Select some that she can feel happy to give yeah to donate because right. we don't need all these toys, right? She has too many and then like, Christmas is coming and then her birthday is not that far after it's like more, and pe- more people more. will yeah. just naturally give a lot of gifts I'm for me. I'm like I have a I had a, a former uh, work friend who um, uh, For he has his daughter just turned three and He invited me to his daughter's birthday party he goes uh, no presents he goes, your presence is enough. Nice. And I was like, I fucking, he, he was like that when I used to work with him. He's like, nah, man. He goes, when we have that stuff, he's like, I tell people just donate to something. He's like, we do not need, we don't have the space. Yeah. And he's like, we do not need it. He's right. like, we, you know, we, 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 absolutely do not need to have all that sort of stuff. Cause I've seen that where, you know, I've been to different parties where I'm like, all oh, this is for one kid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I was like. A, I'm not putting all this shit together. Fuck that. Right. And, two, and B, it's just like... Where are we going to put it? Where are we... I mean, and know that you, you find places for it, but it's like, how often are you going to play Because Absolutely. I remember that when I was a kid, I'd get so many gifts, but I'd always lock onto one or two.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And those are your favorite. Those were the cool gifts. The and big the, ticket. Item.
1: It was like one Christmas, I was dumb enough to ask my mom for eight CDs for Christmas. Okay. I got eight CDs. I only gave two of them really the, the, the time that they deserved. Yeah, absolutely. And I knew it was going to happen too because I was like into someone's. So I'm like, I don't want to listen to those. I want to listen to these. Yeah. I barely cracked them open to listen to them. Like that was a big mistake. Absolutely, yeah. So that was like at most I asked for two CDs moving forward because I was like I don't want to yeah. have this competing you know time to go through and, and whether or not I want it or not. I was like, nah.
0: We we're trying – I mean Beth and I – Beth has taught me – I used to be a, a hoarder like flat out. I had way too much shit and, I, and it didn't carry yeah. – I would move almost every year when I was younger, and all that shit would follow me, every single apartment, and I would move it and move it. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And then when we moved in, basically, she didn't say, but I knew, it can't all come with me. And so basically, she didn't tell me, like, get rid of it all, but I literally filled up a dumpster full of stuff. That's how much bullshit I was carrying. I remember on.
1: Were you getting rid of your DVDs?
0: Yeah, it was hu- it was a huge because st- my DVDs when I was younger was if I didn't have because I was an only child uh, I have a half sister but I didn't really grow up with her yeah so my DVDs if no friends were around like that was what I that's what I did mm-hmm. I was watching movies and so I collected a hu- amassed a huge collection and those were very those were you talk about an album being nostalgic those for me were like this is a piece of, this is a physical sliver of my childhood. Yeah. So getting rid of those was a massive, but what a weight off my shoulders when I, I did it. I remember you saying like, basically those were your friends. Yeah. I mean, when again, I don't want to make it sound like I didn't have no. friends. but I, know I mean, what you mean. I wasn't a nerd. I mean, come on, man. I was totally popular. I had a lot of, yeah. I hung out. I went to Portillo's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, Beth has taught me uh, quite a lot about living minimalistically and, and, and not having just a bunch of shit around. And, Kind of to the, the the idea of like Natalie having a bunch of toys. It's really nice to not just have the the sitabouts and the tchotchkes and you know this and a closet full of this other thing. And when we just moved apart to, to a new apartment, yeah. it was amazing to go through a bunch of stuff and go. I have not. We lived in our previous apartment for four years. I'm like, I have not looked at this thing since we got into our apartment. And I'm, we're moving now. I'm looking at it again. I'm like, that means to me that I don't need this. Yeah. Even if it like I'm like, oh, but so and so. I don't need it. I, yeah. I have the memory of that person. I have the memory of whatever. Now, there are certain things where I, that I I will never let go of. But it was I even I every time we move, I find myself purging even more. And yeah. it's it's fucking it's, to me it's very freeing because yeah. the stuff is just kind of like a shackle. Like you just yeah. sit, sits around. And the thing that Beth and I have uh, another thing that she's taught me is is giving the gift of experiences over things. And I fucking love that now. I'm addicted to that now. Like yeah, right? for her birthday last year, instead of getting her, you know, a whatever or a, you know, a, a shirt or a, a, you know, some pajamas or a necklace or a whatever, I bought her tickets to a concert for a musician she really likes. Nice. And we went out. And we we stayed at a hotel and you know in a in a different city. And we went and saw this this concert and explored the city and it was it was awesome. But like we didn't have to come home and then like find a place for that thing. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: I yeah. love that. I, I'm very I'm very much in the same boat where I, I'm getting harder to buy for. I, actually, I'm pretty easy to buy for. Are you? You can. It's really easy. to. I'm easy See, to please.
0: I'm finding it hard to, like when people are like, well, what do you want? I'm like, ah, cash. That's just how give I me am. something. I can go out and get something if I need it. Yeah, take I take myself out to I dinner. I won't be able
1: to tell you, you know? but you could buy me something real cheap and satisfy me very Okay, easily. that's fair. Like, I'm a huge nerd. You just buy me a cheeseburger. Right. Buy me nerd socks. Sure. Buy me a nerd shirt. But whatever, right. I'm such a fucking. I bought myself uh, another nerd uh, Christmas sweater. Oh, there's a humble brag. I was like, "Yep, that's uh, <laughs> someone's going on the list." <laughs> Apparently, it's coming from the UK because it's coming via Royal Mail. Oh my, um, how fancy! Okie dokie. Um, but you know, I'm I'm in the same boat where I just don't want a ton of shit. Yeah, I don't want a ton of shit for. Right. But at the same time, you're like, "Well, if I don't buy someone a gift, it doesn't mean it means that I don't care." Right. It's like, no, I care. It's just that. You know, And also, Jill and I will buy stuff each other's stuff throughout the year, like big purchases. Yeah. And a part of it is I'm just like, you can just count this as like, my Christmas present. Right, right. If it's June, I don't care. Count right. it because this is a huge purchase. Like buying a computer, I'm like, consider this my birthday and my Christmas. Like, right. This is what I need. You don't need to get me shit. Yeah. I don't need anything else. I'm right. good to go. So, and Jill and I will still try to buy each other something like small and nice. But yeah, nothing, yeah. It, it's, it never has to be big. Right. We've always been good like that and... With Natalie, I just want her to again. She's so much stuff. You know, what she's been doing lately. She's been wanting to play this board game a lot lately. Really? That's made me very, very happy. Uh oh. It's called Hoot Owl Hoot. Um, <laughs> I imagine it's Swedish. Is that how you have to say it?
0: Hoot Owl Hoot. Okay,
1: I like it. Um, it's actually a pretty good game uh, for for kids. It's kind. It's a better version of Candy Land. Okay. You have owls. And the owls are out late, and they got to get back to the nest by the time the sun rises. That makes sense because nothing good happens after 3 p.m., right? Well, I mean, okay, everyone but... everyone says that. Yeah. So you have to take them, and um, you get three cards, and each one is a color, and you have to decide how to move them along the track. Okay. If you get a sun, you have to play the sun and then move the sun to rising. Like so, it has like X amount of spaces. So it's teaching strategy, and everyone's working together to it. get the the owls back to the nest. And so it's basically looking at you. Can set yourself up for some pretty big moves. Yeah. So it's teaching strategy. It's teaching like the, and and Natalie fucking loves it. That's awesome. She's like, Dad, you want to play hoot al hoot? And I was like, Okay, let's do it. Like I'm like, even when I don't want to, I'm like, No, because I want to foster <laughs> feed this. this. Yeah. I want <laughs> exactly. Be, and Jill and I can play with her and stuff, and she fucking loves it.
0: Well, board games or, or games in general are one thing that I know that you don't <laughs> like. You don't have you don't have any trouble finding space for that. Uh, talk about like. Uh, Satisfying you simply. Yeah. You buy dug a board game. Yeah. And typically you're going to be okay.
1: You know what? I have not looked for a new board game in a long, long time.
0: Which is shocking because you went on a roll for a minute. I did. Yeah. I
1: need to go and kind of see like what's out there and see if there's anything that piques my interest because I have not been to my spot. Yeah. In, I'd say at least six to eight months. That's maybe even a year. I don't even know. No. Get the fuck out of here. It's been a while since I've been there, man. Really? I have not been there a long time. That's shocking to me. Shocking haven't bought it. You were looking to get on first name basis with these people. I know. I mean, I even have a game that I bought that I never even opened yet. So, are for, you okay? I'm waiting for the right time, okay, and the right people because <sighs> it's about solving murders. Okay. Oh yeah, totally. And and it can't just be a situation where I bring it out at like Thanksgiving or something because you know with Jill's family, that's there's not enough people to play that game effectively. Yeah, yeah. So I've learned my audience. Like, yeah, it's got to be like you'd be good to play. Sam would be good to play right. with. Like I figure, you, me, and Jill and and Sam could probably get together and, and have a good time playing it yeah, yeah. and figuring it out because it's got really cool elements to it. It's got an app. It's got glasses where you can see the murder scene, <laughs> shit like that. It sounds really cool.
0: It's got glasses. I mean, you can see. You can see shit. So it's just regular glasses. It's, no, yeah. no, man. These special glasses. It's special
1: glasses. You see murder in them. <laughs> you see the crime scene.
0: So like my glasses, mm. I see murder
1: yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where are you going, Bill? Hey, Bill. Where are you
0: going, Bill? Uh. There- <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> that one came out wrong yeah <clears throat> try it again where are you
1: going where are you going bill there it is all right <clears throat> yeah that one didn't hurt as much i don't know why you need me to set you up for that but okay
0: no it's because it feels better when two people do it
1: okay it does it does yeah that's what the bible says
0: yep <laughs> i'm gonna leave it there because about went to a very different place um mm. there <laughs> There's a, there's another board game that I've been wanting you to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's very similar to this the murder one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it involves death, uh, and it's where you put uh, two individual players uh, in. There's it's a, it's kind of like a. Um, it's like a 3D uh, board, like sure. a puzzle board, uh, but like it's sunken in, almost like an arena, mm-hmm. you know. And you put these two characters mm-hmm. in there, mm-hmm. and uh, you have to you have to uh, uh, you roll the dice. You know, you got to roll it like this. You got to roll it real <laughs> hard, yeah. And roll you, and release. You, yeah, roll and release, roll and release. Uh, and you do that about five times, mm-hmm. and uh, once you get really tired and really sleepy, mm-hmm. uh, then you make a decision on which uh,
1: person lives and which person dies. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Do you know what it's called? I want to say something silly like shoots and ladders. It's called shoots and ladders. <laughs> but it's the throwdown. It's the throwdown. <laughs> <sighs> Where are you going, Bill? Where are you going, Bill?
0: Uh, I am so tempted to call an audible and make the throwdown Bill versus an <laughs> all out drunk Bill Burr versus this other guy that was on the play. Bill would win. But Bill would win. I mean, yeah. we know this to, to be a fact. Um, I have been, uh, recently, because he's been on a social media blitz, uh, so his stuff's been coming up on my feed uh, a lot. Um, Ryan Reynolds has been in uh, the forefront. Sure. He's got the new movie coming out um, called Six Below. And uh, I just finished watching a movie that I mentioned the other week called Drive. Starring Ryan Gosling, mm. and I thought both attractive, about the same age, physicality about the same. So I thought uh, today's throwdown is going to be a little Ryan versus Ryan, Ryan Reynolds versus Ryan Gosling. That's a good one. Both have played comedic roles. Both have played dramatic badass roles. Uh, both, uh, you know.
1: Only one's been a Marvel superhero. Twice. Yes. And a DC superhero. I mean, he's
0: been a, he's been a Fox superhero twice. True, true. He will be a Marvel superhero. <laughs> Technically, now he's it's a forthcoming. Superhero. Yeah, um, yeah. And let's not forget his turn as a DC superhero. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, oh man. Uh,
0: so here's here's my he's setting them up. Ryan Gosling, I think, is is gonna have a little bit more of the kind of the smoldering. Serious. I'm taking this. I'm taking this very serious. Uh, Reynolds is going to be the more in your head guy, obviously. Yeah. Um. But the 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 reason that I'm leaning towards Reynolds uh, is because he I've I've been able to witness him in movies turn it on and turn it off. Yeah. Like he's able to switch between that basically maximum effort. Yeah. Like he can he can switch into that pretty easily, and I'm I'm pretty impressed with uh, the 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 range that I've seen. In, in, in recent uh, years from him?
1: Uh, has Ryan Reynolds been in a musical?
0: <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't they might has. have done a musical episode of uh, Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place.
1: <laughs> I don't know. He hasn't been in a musical movie. I don't think so. So that already gives him an edge. it <laughs> <So, laughs> gives him an edge. You don't
0: think uh, Gosling could, could dance around all the moves? Just... <coughs>
1: yeah. <coughs> uh... I think I've also seen more physicality from Ryan Reynolds. Okay. In you know, granted a lot of the stuff in like Daredevil Daredevil. Uh Deadpool has been choreographed and whatnot, sure. but I think he's done a lot of those stunts. Like especially in that scene in the first Deadpool movie where there's fire and his dongs out. That's all Ryan Reynolds. That's all him. That's all That's him. It's impressive. Yeah, right. Yeah. All of it. Fire Dong. Yes. <laughs> fire Dong. Um so I just feel like there's more. Athleticism okay, that goes into some of the choreographed stuff in that regard. Not sure. to say that Ryan Gosling hasn't done physicality. Right.
0: He's done, but his physicality has been more, uh, I guess, based in reality, more real. Sure. Like, you know, again, like in drive, when he, you know, there's a couple of tussles he's had in, what is that, uh, uh, is it called a place in the pines yeah. or something like that? He, play, he played kind of a rough and tumble there. So yeah. he's had that. His, his typically has more to do with uh, a weapon,
1: though, as well. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, I
0: feel like Reynolds definitely has a little bit more of that hand-to-hand experience, mm-hmm. a little bit more of the physicality.
1: Yeah, and I think um, I just think Reynolds, I think he has a little more meat on his bones. Yeah, so I think he's going to have a little more power, a little bit more of a, uh, you know, I, and I, it's not in a sense where it's like strength versus speed like we've had so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to the point where like, if he lands a blow, I think it's going to do more damage to Gosling. Than, than the, than, than the than reverse vice versa. So I think... Um, Let me just
0: look up real quick. I want to see... Their uh, stats. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, uh, body. This is going to be in my
1: search now. There you go. Um, <laughs> nice pictures. Thank you. He does look like a hunk of a man. I will say... That's pretty...
0: That's pretty cut. That's pretty cut. Yeah. And then, of course... Oh, I, th- I honestly thought that was Ryan Reynolds for a second. Um... I don't know, man. Uh, he, he's got some fucking muscle on him. Let's yeah. just uh Let's look at, uh, let's look at uh, height, yeah. height and weight. Ryan Reynolds' body.
1: I'm just going to save these searches first off. Because, uh, yeah, again, if it's like... If Reynolds is taller, you know... That's true, actually, you yeah. You know, and he can still look that...
0: Ryan that Reynolds, built. what do we got? Height? Yep. Uh, 6'2". Uh huh. And Ryan Gosling, five three, <laughs> four one. No, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so he's six foot. So yeah, Ryan Reynolds right, is six so, two. Ryan Gosling six feet. So not much. Yeah, not about much, the same. About the difference. same there. Um, I don't know, man. There, uh, I would say there's there's a, there's a there's a there's a significant amount of meat in both their bones. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, I still like just based off this right here with yeah. that suit on like Ryan Reynolds and he's been in – I forgot he was in the Blade movies yeah so he uh i got to give it to
1: Reynolds i just think it's you just look at him
0: there's just something about him
1: i th- again i think there's some athleticism there there's a, yeah there's
0: athleticism and he's also going to be able to get in your head yeah i think Ryan Gosling is is a little too smoldering yeah. to really uh effectively kind of ryan reynolds can physically outmatch you and he can uh, outwit you as well yes i think i think that's just i really think that's going to be the key he'll the, tongue the dance double whammy
1: you, and he'll just fist you that, and that's it that's ryan
0: reynolds game. wins by tongue dancing you and fisting you
1: yep ryan wins for the congratulations ryan reynolds you're welcome our plaque will be mailed to you the <laughs> royal mail all we I would love if is we for we could, a selfie if we could somehow
0: figure out a way to uh, actually mail things to our winners. Because that like, would be, a,
1: like, what the fuck what the is fuck? this? <laughs> I won the Throwdown. The shit? I murdered but Ryan Gosling? He'd also be the guy that would probably like somehow can reach out and be like, thank you for this offer. Oh, I'm he very would very post,
0: good. yeah, yeah. Mind Gap, I just want to say this is the biggest honor. This is a great honor. Yeah. Thank you so I've much. I've won a People's Choice Award. I've won a Teen Choice Award. But this uh, blows both of those out An obscure
1: of podcast, you know, Throwdown <laughs> against Ryan Gosling, my mortal enemy. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know what we should... Um, I'll save it. But yes, save absolutely. It. Save it. You save it. You save it. Lock it up. Lock it up. Uh, Justin, we got to promote this week.
0: Uh, there's a new series on Netflix um, called The Movies That Shaped Us. Ooh, and, I I've, I've heard of that. Well, there's The Toys That Shaped Us. They did that series. Uh, but this one, Now they're moving into the movies. And the first season has four movies. It's Ghostbusters, Dirty Dancing, uh, Home Alone, and... Hold, Die Hard, ah. and so I've watched Home Alone and Dirty Dancing, and uh, it's amazing to it's amazing to to hear the stories of how these movies almost did not get made. Oh, I know, and how the studios got fucking in their own way, and how most of the people involved with this had zero uh, experience, yep. and they were just like, yeah, we kind of bullshitted our way through it, and it turned out being to be these yeah. generation defining movies. So. Uh, I would definitely say give that a watch. It's some. It's a very easy watch. You don't have to sit down. It's not like Mister Robot where you've got to sit down and be like, "Gotta follow this." Yeah, it's a very easy. Have it on. Listen to it. Tune in when you can. It's it's a uh, it's it's interesting. Nice. I find how things got made uh, to be really interesting uh, uh, subject matter.
1: I agree. Yeah, uh, I'd recommend Mike Birbiglia's newest comedy special. Is it good, the new one. It spoke to me on so many levels. Really, I was like. I get this. Okay. Like, All right. I, I, I get it. And uh, it's, it's very good. And no one can tell a story quite like Mike Birbiglia. Yeah. That guy is a master, And this one was filmed on Broadway. And it seemed like the perfect place for it. Because okay. it's like a one-man show. It's an hour and 25 minutes. Okay. And he just does a great job of telling a story, but then weaving in other stories and making it comedic and just being... Amazing. I love it's it. Heartfelt and amazing. I, my Bigley is also one of my favorite comedians on a whole another level. Yeah. Of just what he's able to do. Uh, his other one, uh, uh, shit. Thank God for Jokes. Okay. Also one of the best ones. Uh, my
0: bigly is someone I've never really <sighs> become overly familiar with.
1: My boyfriend's girlfriend is also a good one. Like, he just, again, Tells amazing stories that yeah. are heartfelt that are also fucking hilarious. Yeah, I dig it. So, I definitely check him out if you haven't already. He's a fantastic, interesting guy. Okay. Through and through. So, thank you all for listening, you buttfuckers. fuckers. Uh, don't forget you can <laughs> follow us on our social medias uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at MindGapPodcast. Check us out on YouTube for all of our episodes and also all of our video mm-hmm. stuff. You can also watch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 6.30 Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Uh, check us out at twitch.tv MindGapPodcast. Hang out, chat with us while we're recording. It's always a good time. And Justin licks butts. That's true. You can see
0: me licking those butts on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the man realm, check us out on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, Spotify. And Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are found and listened to. You can uh, subscribe to us, rate us, review us, share us around. Sharing is the big one for us. Uh, if you you know hear us talking about something, you're like, oh, so-and-so, Uncle Ted likes this, then share us with Uncle Ted. He loves us. And then uh, 2 east com slash MindGap. And then just keep an eye on all 2East8th's uh, social presences as we've got uh, stuff in the pipeline that will be dropping hopefully near the end of the year, beginning of next. Cool
1: stuff. Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Listeners, thank you. Twitch folk, thank you. And you all have a great week. And remember, Justin shoots porn in his building. Mind Gap Podcast.